peace, namaste, and shalom. Everybody out there in dreamland, I am the beyond top secret Texan. Join me on my podcast, the Beyond Top Secret Texan podcast, where I explore the outer limits of human abilities, top secret military technologies, the reality of extraterrestrial Earth alliances, secret space wars, advanced cryptozoology, subjects of theosophic truth, esotericism, and the occult. Beyond the Top Secret Texan Podcast. Greetings everybody out there in dreamland. Namaste and shalom. Iron sharpens iron and a friend sharpens a friend. Thank you all very much for tuning into another broadcast of the Beyond Top Secret Texan. I am your host, the Beyond Top Secret Texan, broadcasting to you from the third coast, the coast with the most, the Gulf Coast of Texas. And it is my pride and privilege to be doing so. Thank you all very much, listeners, new and old alike, to keep in step with your finger on the pulse of all beyond top secret Texan activities, uploads, and posts to social media, be they dark web evidence, be they dank memes, be they postmodern political satire, or they be notifications for my uploading schedule all of it can be yours if you just follow the only link you'll ever need link tree slash beyond top secret texan all lowercase all one word link tree slash beyond top secret texan it'll bring you the link directory, all my links, all my projects, while they still last. I had to wrestle with TikTok recently at the time of this recording and broadcast, July 12th, 2022, for those listening thousands of years into the future, or whatever point in space and time this graces your ears. So yes, I had to wrestle with TikTok to get my channel returned to me through an appeal that it was reported through no fault, erroneously, and mistakenly by one of my, I guess you would call it, toxic shadows. For the Beyond Top Secret Texan has made numerous enemies high and low in the deep state as well as with many different various agents for those agencies within the deep state 
puppets on puppets on puppets, really. So, the chance that one of these social media sites may be taken down is great because they have already been taken down. Uh, TikTok famously took down my channel with 746 million total views. I've now been able to see the most recent figures on that. And it still operates as a zombie account internationally, if you can believe that, because I can also pull it up, the old account. They were trying to do the same thing with this new account. YouTube has shadow banned me, demonetized me completely, and thus it is no longer ethical or even logical to keep supporting that abusive, now transformed into an unrecognizable vomit of what it used to be. <laughs> it's like exactly what it used to be which was a very amazing platform for truth and conspiracy, is now the chewed-up vomit of that former glory. So I will not be uploading on YouTube, but they I did try to take down my channel earlier this year as well. It's up there for archival and posterity's sake, and I'm very proud of the work I've done there over the last two years. And do not want to jeopardize it, for the sword of Damocles swings constantly over it in a pendulum. A Foucault's pendulum. A Foucault's pendulum. A pendulous figure eight. that YouTube channel could be gone at any moment of any day. I do not lie or make light of it. The major platforms consider me a public enemy. I'm Instagram shadow banned. I am Twitter shadow banned. I am all things shadow banned on all sites and I'm even censored on Spotify so being that Spotify and these big tech companies own also my headquarters my studio software anchor some of the episodes I am finding that are uploaded have huge segments of audio removed without my permission or even awareness until these unfortunate discoveries you guys could help me out by reviewing each recording on your own time your favorite episodes to start with and reporting any anomalies that I can correct post haste thank you all very much those that did reach out to me on Instagram notifying me about Audible and Amazon Music 
the Beyond Top Secret Texan is now on Audible. It is now on Amazon Music as well as the already existing plethora of podcast platforms. You can find every episode of the Beyond Top Secret Texan from the very earliest days when we had an old name and an old hopes and dreams for this channel, an old crew. Throughout its many dozens of SSP episodes, through its many dozens of interviews with creatives from YouTube amateurs, professionals, diehards, just like myself, who have influenced me greatly, and it was my honor to get to speak to them. I hope you guys enjoy listening to our conversations, as well as to many dozens of public domain marathon compilations that bring you literally my inspiration, literally what I find to be fascinating as well as relevant not only to this discussion, but to being awake, to being aware, to having stepped out of the darkness and into the light. And thank you very much for tuning in today. We're going to be reading the collected notes the posts from 4chan regarding the secret space program and Solar Warden that I have posted myself personally throughout the years since first becoming not only aware of the Solar Warden and military industrial complex space programs as well as the experiences of speakers like Sarah Rachel Adams, Max Spears, Thomas Casbolt, or Michael Prince. as well as many others, and the work of Richard D. Hall, William Tompkins. And many other researchers in that world as well. From the very earliest days of my budding awareness I have perused and tediously archived what I remember posting and I have done this project over the course of the last few weeks combing through and remembering as well as 
having used before a very distinct calling card unique to myself for I have been posting on 4chan since 2004 if you can even remember back then and I know that this is very obviously hilarious to all the all the uh, older listeners because that is only 18 years ago currently and thus you know merely a fraction of your life legend on earth your story but for someone like myself who's only 35 that brings me back to high school that brings me back to when somethingawful.com was considered an edgy and relevant website as well as the first official year of 4chan so yeah you can say I'm an OG but even by 2012 when I was in the United States Navy I was a daily lurker daily poster but I had thought I was wasting my life I thought that it was going to prove all for nothing I thought it was extremely embarrassing to think of these Anons as my friends and them understanding me or me feeling like it was a home away from home and even I remember as I didn't have power in my apartment at the time and thus I couldn't get my Wi-Fi this is 2012 by the way I didn't have a smartphone yet and I know they had them already but I didn't have one going analog going flip phone at this point still barely even able to access the internet but I would hang out at the McDonald's parking lot the 24 hours McDonald's that was like a gas station McDonald's but it had free Wi-Fi in the parking lot and I would stay up for hours into the night 2 or 3 a.m. 4 a.m. just scrolling just shit posting just enjoying 4chan because outside of the uniform service outside of all the bullshit of my personal life it was one safe place to truly be myself and I always remember that and I tried throughout the years from then forward to post and pay it back and to get people started to speak and conversing but of course there are greater powers at play here there are powers to be 4chan is completely run by the government it's completely run by the deep state it is absolutely just to gather data and yes there may be a few relevant places for conversation like poll politically incorrect like um K weapons board in biz biz is okay everything else is just specifically made to cause derision or it's irrelevant and obscure and basically uh, like empty you know the rooms are empty nowadays 
Paranormal X board, which is where I make all of my posts and basically spend most of my time. It used to be a thriving, healthy, completely legit and alive forum for the occult and the supernatural and the incredible, both for the curious, for the full believer, for all manner of awesome things. But over time, it is now completely empty. It is run by chatbots. It is run by AI programs that are attempting to ruin the literal enjoyability of these things to chase away curious but agnostic pursuits of all things conspiracy, all things occult, all things um, counterculture, all things real. And that includes the reality of UFOs, the secret space program specifically, as I have gathered and collected my posts and other relevant, extremely good pieces of information for And then that includes Bigfoot, that includes ghosts, the spirits, that includes demonology, that includes the occult, various different faiths, Gnosticism, that includes um, conspiracies, both political and um, supernatural, discussions of the hollow earth, discussions of um, cryptozoology. All of that's actively suppressed by the deep state because they are terrified of the power that 4chan once had because prior to 2012 there was the Occupy Wall Street movement and there was the anonymous movement with its inspiration V for Vendetta originally created by Alan Moore the Tavistock Institute But never since the Church of Scientology had they seen such committed, intelligent, capable, and zealous enemies of the United States status quo. 4chan hit the hornet's nest out of the park. Their agents who had been trained in various government infiltrations, such as the USSR, Iran's Revolutionary Guard, or elsewhere, South America, had no idea how to keep up with their own nation's slang, youth culture, rapidly shifting anarchic personal politics, or humor and most importantly was at a complete loss at the natural use of memes as if though the government was operating in the stone ages in the early 2000s mid to late 2000s and early 2010s So they have chosen just to control the conversation through deleting all natural posts 
and replacing it with the illusion created by big tech Silicon Valley, literal defense force contractors, and even parties such as Alphabet and the Rand Corporation, in creating AI to mimic and artificially appear to create dialogue to not only provide a smokescreen for the inactivity of such a controlled arena of conversation but also to try and better understand how to weaponize information awareness for truly this is an info war World War 3 as cliche as that World War 3 number and title is is an information war it's a war fought electronically And 4chan is the modern Iraq. The United States could not control them. So the United States destroyed them and took them over. And then created a puppet state with their technology and infrastructure. But even now, it is a fraction of its former power. And no one can deny it is forever changed for the worse. These are my posts. 90% of them are about the secret space program, Solar Warden, the military industrial complexes, Space Force, Space Corps, experiences within it, questions of the figures leading the movement at the time I was posting them. So they remember the stretches back from 2013, 2013 to 2022. In terms of posts, they are in chronological order with the earliest followed by the latest with the earliest being myself in a position with the least amount of knowledge but freshest and closest to the actual experiences and now in 2022 having the academic knowledge having the research experience and having the perspective that time and distance gives one to their own personal experiences especially those of the incredible extraordinary nature that the SSP the secret space program and specifically Solar Warden provides in the experience so thank you all very much 
the next voice you will hear will be the reader, the software, or myself, depending on if everything goes as planned. Reading the collected notes of the Beyond Top Secret Texan as originally published on 4chan. Thank you all very much. SSPs, secret space programs. The Nazis were able to establish connections and gain from telepathic communication with entities that claim to be from Aldebaran. Now we may ponder if those entities were really from Aldebaran or were negative entities inside the Earth. Raptors or reptoids or insectoids. The Nazis scoured the world for ancient manuscripts and many things of the occult and paranormal nature. Near the Himalayas, the Nazis encountered a Nordic-looking human race that claimed to live in the caverns and tunnels within these mountains and beneath the earth itself. These beings instructed the Nazis to look for specific locations in Argentina and the Poles to establish a breakaway colony. Even though the Nazis lost the war because of the lack of attrition, they were developing on another front advanced technology from anti-gravity to lasers of some sort. The Washington 1952 UFO flyover was the Nazis demonstrating their superior tech and blackmailing the government at the time to play by their rules. Eisenhower was in on it at the time. The American government did not want the public to know that such technology was possible and so played the Nazis game and eventually the military industrial complex became infested with these nefarious Nazianists. The tech of the secret space program is vastly ahead of what they've given us. This is something that the first episode of the X-Files did not mention. You could call that the setup for partial disclosure. Exposing aliens but hiding that not Zionists still like fascism and controlling the world from the shadows. The elite have technology that could have changed our way of life decades ago. They abduct small children and they are then sent to underground facilities for re-education and subject to trauma of all types. Similar to the Spartan and Ninja training programs, many are fitted with augmentations and have developed almost superhuman abilities. The first moon landing video was created by Kubrick. The Apollo programs were a lie. Breakaway civilizations slash shadow governments are so far advanced their technology can look like magic 
or alien tech, complete with teleportation to the moon and back through stargates. God is real. Lucifer, Satan, fallen angels, demons, devils, spirits are real. The original fallen choir was one-third of the total heavenly host. The fallen rebel forces have been feeding technology and power to select human bloodlines since before recorded written history. These fallen rebel forces also practiced gene manipulation on the earthly 3D realm, creating mythological creatures from hybrids for their perverse agenda and as weapons, not of war, but of control and intimidation of terror. Such notable monsters are Hydras, dragons, giants, chimeras, and sea serpents, like the Kraken. God destroyed this civilization with a giant flood to maintain the genetic purity of a line of men which would later be used to incarnate the Son of God to fulfill God's promise to His chosen example group in this greater cosmic creation. This world is ruled by the forces of spiritual darkness. At one point we will have a one world government and one world currency, one world religion and a system which will enforce compliance through total economic controls at the point of sale this manifestation of Satan's will shall mark the end of the rebel forces' time and power and the coming of the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Jesus is Lord, the Bible is real, life is stranger than Harry Potter and Ender's Game put together. This alliance led to the emergence of the interplanetary corporate conglomerate, the ICC. One of the secret space programs revealed by Corey Good, which was now in charge of the Nazi bases in Antarctica. Therefore, it is more than likely that President Obama, a visit to Bariloche, was to finalize new deals with the ICC slash Nazis, which would facilitate their desire to move large numbers of people and cargo to safe locations in South America and Antarctica. In 1942, already a moon base of the Nazis existed. There they met beings who fought for them the Orion Draco. The Nazis had been defeated. Only few remained on the moon and in Antarctica. When the WW2 World War II was over in 1945, there were two major factions. The more secret Kamler faction that had built underground bases on the planet escaped to Patagonia 
and Antarctica, where from the Nazis moved their supplies and resupplied through Patagonia and Antarctica. The second group was taken over by the repeated, or the, sorry, the second group was taken down by the reportedly called Operation Paperclip into the United States of America. The best known representative was Werner von Braun, who was head of NASA for a long period of time. NASA was established as a front organization to manage the SSPs secretly. By the time NASA started 1961 with space flights, big ships already flew around secretly. Quote, Weaponizing space is a prerequisite for overcoming the current technical asymmetry we face in our war against Jezilians. This weaponization will occur with maturing of specific technologies, the development of stable permanent military space platforms, and the design of robust and autonomous intelligent probes, just as they do. Our main problem is how to overcome current legal and political impediments to doing so. We expect President number 45 to fully understand what the situation is and what we expect from them. End quote. You've already been implanted. Implants are etheric astral crystals that were put into the aura of every human being just before their worldly incarnation. As that person needs to descend from the mental slash higher astral planes through the lower astral slash etheric planes towards the physical world from the spiritual world in order to incarnate. Those implants remove the memory of the prior incarnations and are the main reason why we mostly do not remember past lives, nor the Archon entities ruling our planet. There were also physical implants. The physical implants were very popular in Atlantis, but were discontinued after the fall of Atlantis happened. There was an attempt to reintroduce physical implants after World War II with physical biochips that were put into the vast majority of human beings through vaccination programs. This is the main reason why the WHO has made vaccinations mandatory. Physical biochips reinforced other programming but were successfully completely erased from the human population about two years ago with a special technology that could be operated from a distance, developed by the resistance movement. Therefore, fears about NWO planning to microchip human populations are not based on reality since the population has already been microchipped and those same biochips have also been removed without anybody really noticing. However, what has not been known previously to the resistance is the fact that the physical biochips have not been cleared completely. 
There is a certain part of the biochips that has escaped all advanced detection and removal technologies of the resistance, and unfortunately, every human being still has at least three of those biochips. These three biochips are the physical anchor point for the three main plasma implants located in the frontal lobe and above the navel. The frontal lobe biochips are attached to the optical nerve of both eyes and connect to the auditory cortex of the brain with artificial synapses. They send a constant audio video stream of whatever you see and hear into the mainframe computer of the Chimera group. That computer constantly monitors the activity of surface populations and prevents contact between the surface population and the Argartha network of crypto-terrestrials and the subterranean hollow earth realms as well as extraterrestrial beings of outer space, light with plasma, to stop any retaliation mechanisms in the programming the above naval biochips can effectively control the behavior of the surface population with electrical currents and biofeedback loop entrapments the activity of the biochips increases during plasma scalar attacks Additionally, creating conflicts and lowering the vibration of people. Some Argarthan and SSP groups are also infected with those biochips. On the other hand, the races that have been completely mastered physical etheric body transference, the Resistance, the Pleiadians slash Venusians, the Syrians, the Arcturians, and the Positive Andromedans are completely free of them. Space Corps Congress is establishing the United States Space Corps. Look up the following. Gary McKinnon Solar Warden The USSS Helen Cotter The USSS Curtis LeMay the Military Industrial Complex SSP Secret Space Program slash Super Soldier Program. There is a lot of glow-in-the-dark CIA tier info out there about this, but sift through the schizophrenia and you may find some truth. The Space Corps is the avenue for these black projects to shift towards the white public world. On certain alien conspiracy sites, they claim to have found info suggesting the Navy Deep Space Fleet Solar Warden is working in an alliance with Nordic aliens, and that the Air Force MI Military Industrial Complex Secret Space Program officials found out about this and got pissed about it. Pissed off about it. Supposedly, the military industrial complex secret space program was relegated to a space coast guard type role now there is some rumors that the nordics now dominate solar warden and that the military industrial complex ssp is preparing for possible conflicts 
Thus, the Space Corps is being established. It is no coincidence that the aliens reported in the late 40s up through the early 1960s were primarily Nordics. They may have in actuality been Nazis, perhaps products of a revived Hitler Youth cloning type program. The idea of these people being aliens was potentially part of a government misinformation campaign to hide an alliance between the United States of America and the Third Reich. Quote, prepare for space Nazis, end quote. When Gary McKinnon hacked into U.S. Space Command computers several years ago and learned of the existence of non-terrestrial officers and fleet-to-fleet transfers and a secret space program called Solar Warden, he was charged by the Bush Justice Department with having committed the biggest military computer hack of all time. and stood to face prison time of up to 70 years after extradition from the United Kingdom. But trying... Ernest McKinnon in open court would involve his testifying to the above classified facts, and his attorney would be able to subpoena government officers to testify under oath about the Navy's space fleet. To date, the extradition of McKinnon to the United States has gone nowhere. According to Secret Space Program whistleblower Corey Good, a senior official from the Air Force program who he calls Sigmund, has been conducting information exchanges with Good to learn about the alleged Navy space program and rumors of it cooperating with Nordic and other groups. After publicly emerging in March 2015, Good's claims have come to the attention of a highly classified Air Force space program, which closely cooperates with other United States military entities such as the National Reconnaissance Office, the National Security Agency, and the Defense Intelligence Agency. Good calls this interagency collaboration the Military Industrial Complex Secret Space Program, MICSSP. The MICSSP is entirely separate to a more advanced Navy space program known as Solar Warden, which Good says he served in during a 20-year and back tour of duty from 1987 to 2007. In previous reports, Good has discussed at length the activities of Solar Warden, During the initial abductions, Sigmund was trying to ascertain the source of Good's information, which had revealed highly classified information about the MICSSP. In earlier reports, Good also described how Sigmund and his subordinates chemically forced Good to out several operatives working for the Solar Warden program. The nature of Sigmund's interrogations of Good began to significantly change when Sigmund determined that Good's information was at least in part accurate 
and that he was not part of a disinformation program belonging to rogue elements of the MIC-SSP. Sigmund subsequently began an information exchange with Good that first occurred in meetings during the latter part of 2016. Good was given information about the Nazi bases in Antarctica and the intense power struggle within the United States national security system involving the 2016 presidential election. Good wrote a report about one of these information exchanges that was published on December 11, 2016. The scope of the information revealed by Good is breathtaking in its national security implications for the U.S. and the rest of the planet. Consequently, the summary will be the first in a series of articles describing the information Good has acquired through his information exchanges with Sigmund and or his subordinate agents and the latest activities participated in the Solar Warden program by Corey Good. The overall context for the information exchanges, according to Good, was Sigmund's anger over the fact that his MIC-SSP was out of the loop concerning activities in deep space involving Nordic and space technology. The possible existence of a more powerful U.S. Navy program operating in deep space with technologies far more advanced than anything possessed by the MIC-SSP was of particular concern to Sigmund. Sigmund MIC-SSP is primarily confined to near-Earth operations, 500 miles altitude maximum utilizing at least two operational space stations capable of hosting several hundred personnel apiece and several squadrons of TR-3Bs that service the stations. This is consistent with a briefing President Ronald Reagan received in 1985 and later published in the Reagan Diaries where he was told that the United States has the capacity to place 300 astronauts in space. Lunch with five top space scientists, Reagan writes. It was fascinating. Space truly is the last frontier, and some of the developments there in astronomy, etc., are like science fiction, except they are real. I learned that our shuttle capacity is such that we could orbit 300 people. Reagan had been briefed about the military-industrial complex secret space program and was greatly impressed by its capabilities. In addition, Good says that the MIC-SSP maintains small bases on the moon and Mars, and these are secondary in relationship to its primary mission of near-Earth surveillance and operations. Good says that Sigmund and the MIC-SSP personnel were all told that they were the tip of the spear when it came to the deployments of advanced military technologies in space, but had now learned they were just the fucking Coast Guard. glorified janitors sweeping up space garbage K-1 
castaways and handling the safe recovery of extraterrestrial refugees. Sigmund's fury over lies told to him and other MIC SSP top brass personnel led to angry confrontations with his superiors. This further resulted in Agent Sigmund initiating a serious investigation into Good's claims. Good claims in his report that the Nordics are extraterrestrial, but his mind has been fucked with, as he has admitted. There is good possibility that the Nordics are Germanic descendants discovered by the Hitler Youth and Nazi scientists of the Ananarba, researching anti-gravity and Atlantis that escaped to Antarctica but then were captured by the United States Navy during Operation High Jump and following missions. The Nazi technology was likely instrumental in establishing our very own Solar Warden program, and the Nazi experiments were most likely allowed to continue under United States Navy observation. The inhuman tallness of the Nordics are often described with is probably due to them being born and raised in space, with a lower gravity environment altering their growth as well as hormone treatments and various other medical treatments. I can't read my own handwriting there. I misspelled that word. I'm just, I'm just assuming medical treatments. Sorry about that. New type Aryans. The more I look into Corey Good, the more fascinating he gets. Apparently there is a massive campaign to discredit him, and he was even banned from speaking at the space program conference and other ufologists and conspiracy theorists events. That's just insane considering the amount of tin foilery and otherwise open-mindedness that they allow at those events. Some people are claiming that his information technology background and job history is fake even though he has an easily verifiable past. It'll probably be under the command of the Navy, already the most powerful branch of the armed service. The Navy has its own army, the Marines, and its own Air Force. Shit, their personnel army has their own Air Force. The Navy also has Space Command. The NSA are Weebu Neats jerking it in the basement while watching your shower can. They are nothing compared to Navy intelligence. They are nothing compared to the Eunice Navy. The FBI is what the visible state will use to fuck you with the law. The deep state will use the CIA to disappear you to Guantanamo. Here is a chart for the especially retarded. <clears throat> the SSP is beyond pure fucking evil. The CIA is pure fucking evil. The FBI is totally corrupt. The NSA is moderately corrupt and moderately evil. <laughs> The DIA
and it doesn't have anything off the DIA. Also, all the good spoop, like aliens or free energy, is not kept on. Oh, I see what I did there. DIA is, and it gets kind of censored, and it's like it, it, there's nothing there. It's censored, so DIA is, and it's redacted. I, I get what I was writing there. Also, all the good shit, like aliens or free energy, is not kept on computers ever. The SSP equals secret space program. The groups who have unlimited free energy, anti-gravity, faster-than-light craft, and unimaginable healing and cloning technologies, and yet they share none of this with the rest of us just so that they can stay on top and keep us licking their boots. The biggest problem with full disclosure is all the people who have lost people to cancer will suddenly find out we had a cure for it 50 years ago, but it was suppressed to make money and hide the technology. Ever notice how big wigs like Jimmy Carter and John McCain always recover from cancer? They were afraid they will wind up like Mussolini swinging from a lamp. They should be. It's very easy. Whistleblowers of the SSP are all over the place. What do you think you're brought or your bought and paid for academia or media was going to publish information about the highly classified project in a conventional manner. They have movies like Men in Black and shows like Star Trek, Stargate, and BSG, Battlestar Galactica, to entertain the dumb masses so they will laugh at real whistleblowers when the info is revealed being very similar. Fictionalization of truth is one of Hollywood's cheap purposes for the military. Here's a quick rundown on a group of those reptilians, the ETs known as the Draco. The ET came to the solar system around 375,000 years ago. They operate in a caste system. Warriors, scientists, royals, etc., They see artificial intelligence as a god, but they also fear it and fear human invention of AI. They are also under the command of a overlord AI. There is not much info on that. They vary in size, some very close to humans around the five foot tall range. The royals are estimated to be near 14 feet tall to 30 feet long. Work closely with the breakaway Germans and a faction of the secret space program called the Dark Fleet. The Draco Alliance also works with a couple of insectoid-type extraterrestrials in addition to a Nordic-looking race it is implied that the Nordic faction of the Draco Alliance was previously conquered by them. One time, one of the SSP factions got a hold of a Draco body, though they said whenever they tried to analyze a Draco corpse, a self-destruct mechanism would occur, biologically making it impossible to study the specimen. Using a kind of temporal technology, they were able to stop this self-destruction in order to study the corpse. They found this Draco body infested with tiny nanites, a sign that the Draco had been co-opted by artificial intelligence. 
it was a cyborg. If you've ever seen a shadow person, it may just be a Draco astral projecting himself near you in order to feed off your louche. Be me. Working for the secret space program. Buddy and I get flown to a ghost town in the middle of fucking nowhere. Go up to the third floor of an old ass hotel building. See an elevator and an escorted inside by an armed guard. Down into the dumb. As we reach the bottom, a putrid smell reaches our nostrils. Smells of urine and death. All of us are gagging. Eventually, we get used to it. Get even closer to the bottom. Feel a fuck ton of eyes on me. Straight up squadron of reptilian Dracos armed with lance-like weapons. Accompanied by a few insectoid aliens. One Nordic leads them. At the center stood this massive 3,000 pound 14 foot tall white Draco Royal. Most intimidating being I had ever encountered in the SSP. We start the meeting and we interface with this giant biological equivalent of Satan feels like once we made mental contact, he grabbed me by my mental balls. Hella invasive. Feels like mental rape, my dudes. Whole time I'm interfacing with him, his eyes do this fucking creepy shit where they dilate and morph, change colors, and glow. This meeting was basically a negotiation to let the white royals leave the solar system in exchange for a couple of assets. These assets were their allies in the secret Earth government syndicates, the Illuminati, Deep State Cabal, plus many of their lower caste Draco and Mantid members these were like leaders of different groups different militaries different organizations like corporations or companies in our society this pissed off a lot of dudes in the Draco Alliance of other royal bloodlines for a good reason in exchange for safe passage for these royals they would pretty much leave the rest of their bloodline cut in the solar system the royals requested was denied by this blue sphere being alliance we head back up to the elevator you can just hear the whole thing shaking 
and our equipment rattling from the adrenaline and fear. A very extreme experience. That white royal was fucking powerful, bruh. Had headaches and nausea and nosebleeds for days after interfacing with it. Humans versus Draco Anons. NASA is just the public relations of space exploration. The real deal in space is Solar Warden. Solar Warden is code name for a secret space fleet in the SSP that has been in operation since the 1980s. Awareness of the fleet is largely contributed by Gary McKinnon when he hacked into the U.S. Space Command in 2002. McKinnon learned of the existence of non-terrestrial officers and fleet-to-fleet transfers under a secret space program called Solar Warden. McKinnon was charged by the Bush administration for having committed the biggest military computer hack of all time, facing prison time up to 70 years after the extradition from the United Kingdom. However, McKinnon, if brought to open court, would involve his testifying to the above classified facts. McKinnon allegedly discovered information about the craft within Solar Warden. It is said that there are approximately eight cigar-shaped motherships, each longer than two football fields, end-to-end, and 43 smaller frigates. The Solar Warden Space Fleet operates under Air Force Special... Sorry, Air Force Space Command and Special... Operations Command. There are at least 300 personnel involved at this level. Solar Warden is said to be made up from the U.S. Aerospace Black Projects. Contractors with some contributions of parts and systems by Canada. Also the United Kingdom, Italy, Austria, Russia, and Australia. It is also said that the program is tested and operated from secret Air Force bases such as Area 51 in Nevada, United States of America. Look up these whistleblowers. William Tompkins. William Tompkins worked for Douglas Aircraft Company designing kilometer-long anti-gravity spacecraft covertly requisitioned by the U.S. Navy. Tony Rodriguez, with his recollections operating on series with Dark Fleet. Randy Kramer, with his Experiences surviving Mars. Michael Gerloff, Dr. Pete Peterson, Clifford Stone, Annie or Arnie Gunderson, Gary McKinnon, Corey Good, 
Paul Hellier and Emery Smith are all names of interest within the SSP community whose stories deserve to be researched and told. CIA documents explaining extraterrestrial life and bases on Earth and the Moon. That is where the secret space program comes into play. Disclosure of the SSP would involve technologies like zero-point energy and electrogravitic propulsion systems. They would have to admit that Einstein was full of shit when it came to the gravity model and Tesla was right. Tesla's Dynamic Theory of Gravity, published 1948. Real spaceships are built like submarines and staffed with a large crew to handle many regular maintenance tasks. A handful of scientists are not sufficient to maintain all systems in a spacecraft, even a small spacecraft. See McCandlish's Fluxliner documentary for some idea on the engineering and technical skill behind it. People lived on Mars and a planet called Maldek in the ancient world. Mars and Maldek had a war and Maldek was destroyed and turned into the asteroid belt between Jupiter and Mars. The inhabitants of Mars and Maldek went to Earth and landed in what is now Antarctica, but it had a tropical climate at the time. About 12,000 years ago, a sudden cataclysmic event happened. The event caused the Earth to tilt on its axis, caused a massive flood of Antarctica, and then Antarctica flash froze almost instantaneously due to a hole opened in the electromagnetosphere. There are ancient buildings, people, extraterrestrials, and technology frozen in the Antarctic ice. During World War II, Hitler and the Nazis went to Antarctica to dig out this ancient technology from the ice and set up a military base. This base was called New Schwabia, New Schwaben Land. The Nazis started working with a negative Karma ET race called the Draco that had bases and spaceports in Antarctica under the ice and acquired anti-gravity UFO technology i.e. spaceships from these Draco the Nazis built their own spaceships that they called the Hanabu in exchange they traded females of Aryan descent to the Draco as real society priestesses. The Draco would later learn about humanity from these real priestesses and form alliances with the Germans 
to create the Dark Fleet, aka the Not Waffen. Flights and colonization of the moon began in the 1940s, with Mars having been landed on in the 1930s. The built bases on the moon, Mars, and all over the galaxy, sorry, all over the solar system, there is also a Stargate in Antarctica. The Nazis came to the USA during Project Paperclip and the USA continued the secret space program under Eisenhower. There is now archaeologists in Antarctica digging out ancient artifacts, buildings, ETs, and technology frozen in the ice from the massive flood. The freeze that happened 12,000 years ago is known as the Ice Age. Here, Basically the story is that Peter the Insider is a section head of a shadowy group run out of Pine Gap, Australia called the ACIO, the Advanced Contact Intelligence Organization. He claims to have been sent on a number of missions to the Nazi timeline which, according to all accounts, sounds like heaven as opposed to the hell we find ourselves enduring in this particular timeline. But a word of warning. All information of Peter the Insider is through translation, for he is Czech, and his command of English leaves much to be desired. Often interviewed by James Rink, on the other hand, who has pedigree when it comes to this subject matter. He is a former associate of the late great Max Spears, as well as having connections to the Montauk Project, an offshoot of the Philadelphia Experiment, which itself has a ton of connections to the more esoteric aspects of the Third Reich especially those time travel related. With that in mind, his channel from his earliest vids to the most recent contain a wealth of SSP slash Nazi dark fleet, UFO and MyLab related intelligence. Again, make of it what you will. Question. Did this ever happen to you? Answer, absolutely. But typically, I experienced a certain location and or theme for about a week at a time. Often dreams pick up where they left off at the previous night. Sometimes for three nights in a row, I will have the same dream. Or at times, I return to the same location with the same dream people several weeks later like I'm part of some mission group or something a class or a team they're mostly vignettes that I can usually string together especially if I write down so as to detect a pattern but definitely experience the acute disorientation thing 
many times while waking up from extremely lucid dream sequences. Like trying to say, what the fuck is that, only to have it come out garbled nonsense. In recent years, they have largely involved some kind of military operation. A good number of them, and almost always army-like missions. Now, I was in the military, but it was the Navy, and never had to partake in numerous training ops or patrol-type missions, or be involved at times in what seemed like secret campaigns involving small special forces teams. I don't think I'm special. If one researches this topic, one will find many people coming forward in recent years, describing the same thing, and not really knowing what to make of it. But I have a pretty good theory now. If you get a chance, research testimonials by people claiming to be involved in the secret space program. They are too numerous to name, but you will find many of them on YouTube. In my honest opinion, this program exists and makes use of 1. Advanced cloning technologies 2. RIM-driven consciousness transfer tech It's been said that some of the key technology showcased in the movie Avatar is actually self-disclosure of this and the cloning hybridization technology. Research Donald Marshall and Celebrity Cloning for more background information. Sophisticated memory blocking technology to maintain mission integrity and operational security through amnesia and other advanced technologies such as brain implants, wireless directed energy, the control from one body to the other piloting a human being, recording from the neural nerve, as well as teleportation, and other such methods of transportation. Credible sources have disclosed that there are tens of thousands of people actively involved in these programs. You may be one of them, too. Cloning tech is not like movies. The clones grow at the same rate as humans, so basically there are talent scouts who visit schools and handpick the candidates from already known cloned samples. A lot of times they will act like a parent and videotape or take pictures to show wealthy customers. These clones are used for all sorts of stuff like the secret space program, military testing, organized crime, but mainly as sexual slaves. They aren't really considered people, so torture and killing them is very common. The fucked up part is that there's evidence to support the theory that the clone's consciousness is intimately connected to the donor soul. Many times clones report seeing from their donor's eyes, living their life in their dreams. This has effects seen in donors as well, 
although not to the same extent. The movie Us was disclosure of this clone donor relationship where the subterranean world of clones mirrors the surface world lives of their originals. All world lead all world leaders are in on the scam to start World War III and depopulate the world while hiding in their comfy underground bunkers they've been building for the last 50 years or so. Corona shit is just the beginning, completing two goals at once, depopulation and bringing down the financial markets as China is the place where all the shit is mass-produced and the economy has been pumping for years almost asking to get fucked with even worse outcomes than the 2008 crisis. By doing that, they create mass chaos throughout the world. The virus outbreak, financial systems collapsing, people stocking on guns, food and water, murdering and warring with each other, etc. Simultaneously moving the world to a new financial system of tight control, mark of the beast and cryptocurrencies and global mass surveillance as a solution to the mass havoc in the world. That people would basically ask for this, just like they did on 9-11, pushing mass surveillance shit into the masses to test the waters. The result of that is a fascist one-world government with a ruling class controlling the masses, not just spying on the masses, but the stuff they have developed over the years of SSP programs includes technology, hundreds of years more advanced than anti-gravity and soul technology that could not only hijack your physical senses, but also your consciousness, similar to the death traps around the planet. If you chip yourself, you get fucked and turn yourself into their slave puppet for their entertainment. What's so strange about it, the soul is basically an energy field that controls the body, which modern science hasn't learned to detect yet. Wink, wink. People who were in the SSP programs described the 20 and back program in which an alliance with extraterrestrial races, the military abducts people, taking their consciousnesses, taking their souls out of their body for use on their Mars and other world colonies in our solar system. And then after 20 years... They wipe their memories and do age regression that you may remember or you may not remember and just wake up the next day like nothing happened except for a wild dream. A nightmare. Soul beings are multidimensional substances that has no concept of time and lives all lives in one unified field. William Tompkins talks about this as numerous other SSP assets are beginning to awaken. There are people who did not get decent mind wipes and literally remembered their other lives on Mars colonies or even working for the Nazi Dark Fleet. Some literally woke up speaking German with no prior knowledge of the language or 
reasonable reason why. Some space aliens have been all over our solar system, assuming the shape of a sphere. They can be of any size, and some have been seen the size of Jupiter, as well as as small as a ping pong ball. This sixth density space alien does not have a physical body, as we know, and can appear in any form they choose. If you've never heard of a living being the size of a planet, why not? The space aliens have been blocking the path of the space lizards so that they can not come and go. The lizards that are here are stuck here and will be put on trial for the crimes they have committed. Sounds good to me. If they will allow me to help, I will supply my own ammo and I am willing to arrest space lizards Texas style. The SSP is heading back home to witness the takedown of the Cabal. You are right in spirit, but the SSP works for the Space Lizards, military contractors, and Illuminati. The good guys call themselves the Alliance, and they are bringing down the Cabal. U.S. taxpayers paid for the SSP, and it is going to be turned over to us when the Sarah slash Sarah occurs. As in the United States Air Force, Space Force, the Near Earth Defense Force, and the United States Navy, Naval Space Command, Long Range, Long Range Space Fleet slash Solar Warden, here is something about the reptilians of the Orion Empire. They claim to have been coming here to Earth for millions of years. There were humans here on Earth living in the horse and buggy days. They saw the sudden rush of technology that put man on the moon in less than a hundred years. The reptilians claimed that they put the dinosaurs here on Earth and they had intended on owning the planet for all of time as far as the existence of Earth is concerned. Their technology is millions of years ahead of us, or it was. The SSP guys have said that we have parity with them in technology now, which means that we have gone from man-on-the-moon technology to millions of years of technology in less than one generation. The all-seeing eye of the Orion Empire is part of their technology. It is part of how they have controlled us for 3,000 years. The biggest part, really. They have controlled us through their superior technology and superior strategy. But we have their technology now. And that is why we will be free again soon. After Roswell, the government established contact with the specific E.T. race, and they set up a meeting in Los Alamos where the E.T.s met and gifted Eisenhower with a tablet-like device. Mind you, this is the 1950s. The device could play the whole history of Earth in 3D, including Atlantis and Lemuria, 
but couldn't be paused. So once you stopped watching, you had to restart the entire history of the world again. Some of the generals were said to have watched it 13 to 14 hours in a row with their closest staff furiously taking notes and recording with photography and film. Then a SSP exchange program was set up where they brought us an alien and we were sent eight humans to their planet from 1965 to 1978 to take pics and film and data and only six returned Two, a married couple decided to stay on that planet named Scarpo. They are all dead now. This is why Area 51 has armed guards. There are all types of different secret space programs going on all the time. All types of strange tech in their ranks from human to alien and combinations in between. The Pleiadians come and go freely and they do not want their info to get out. They will literally be like, why are you telling this to the public? You can't release this information. They can't handle it and most won't accept it. Ask anyone deep in Area 51. They will confirm it's true. The people who... The people who get sent to other planets don't even know where they are going until the last minute due to alien-kept secrets. Most people training them do not know either. The secret space program may never be exposed because of the really fucked up human experimentation going on up in space and down deep underground on Earth. Also, the whole Nazi thing is going to be a hard pill for people to swallow. There were people that were born here on Earth in the horse and buggy days, and during their lifetime, human civilization has finally put a man on the moon. There's this question mark at the end of it, so I'm, I'm assuming I'm trying to be sarcastic with that one. Where we are now is more of the beginning to the real world. How far will we go? How far have we already gone? All the advanced technology is classified. There are thousands of technological patents that are now allowed for use by the general population. In the brain drain of the 1950s and 1960s, millions of scientists went missing, quote-unquote. They were drafted into these secret projects never heard from by their friends and family, gone somewhere forever. The United States Navy, SSP, the Galactic Orientation Map, bases and facilities in yellow. The secret space program. Every conspiracy, every big event on this planet ties into the SSP. We already have bases on the moon, Mars, and other planetoids on the solar system. We've already reacted and interacted and traded with hundreds of species. A good portion of the many people that go missing every year end up in the SSP for better or worse purposes. 
Hundreds of people have already come out and spoken about this. Thousands more are either too afraid or too mentally damaged to speak about this. Mars was first visited by the Germans as far back as the 1930s, but during the 1970s, United States space programs were actively exploring Mars and other planets to establish bases. In 1980, the United States SSP became Solar Warden. Under Project Solar Warden, vast development and colonization occurred on Mars and other planets. Good continued. Bases on Mars were built under the surface, is basically the Fourth Reich and the Fifth Reich on Moon, Mars, Antarctica, and other interplanetary colonies like Cirrus. Extraterrestrials helped the Nazis. The Cabal and Nazis later have an agreement on Earth. The Cabal was also given ET tech, creating the ICC. Since the human race became a spacefaring race, we have been going interplanetary and alternate timeline missions together with other extraterrestrial races. But they needed human resources. They needed human super soldiers and human slaves as manpower. This explains the secret space programs, SSP super soldier programs, the 20 and back whistleblowers popping up. A pilot in the SSP said that the Earth-built crafts limit themselves to 20,000 miles per hour in Earth's atmosphere, but they are capable of moving at twice that speed outside or in our atmosphere. And outside Earth, they can travel at 60,000 miles per hour. There are space aliens that have more sophisticated crafts and can move faster with higher levels of mobility. But the Earth ships already have exceptional firepower. In my time in Solar Warden, I was taught real history that really happened here on Earth. Space aliens, portals, technology, how the original flying saucers were built on Earth, how it was invented, the advanced technological society that built the first Earth, flying saucers, and its cities, and why they went underground, the giant-sized spacecraft in Antarctica, Hermes, mysticism, things reliable mystics have seen. None of the people in the SSP know any of that stuff, but they are saying the same things from modern sources. If you call the reptilians and the desert dwellers who perform blood rituals to them demons, that's okay. It is not exactly correct, but their actions are no better than the actions of demons or jinn. Space aliens, including our ancestors, have been visiting or even living on Earth for many thousands of years. More than you would guess. According to the scientific analysis of the SSP, one particular alien group was living on Earth for over a billion years. Now that's a long time by human standards. My ancestors, the smart humans, knew better, but a lot of other Earthlings worshipped a lot of the space aliens as gods. The gods that are mentioned in the desert texts of the Sumerians were space aliens, the Anunnaki. Fall down on your knees and worship them if it makes you feel better. 
but the aliens themselves really get offended at your stupidity when you do that. The Mature are a type of tall gray, and they are evil as fuck. They were responsible for terrorizing and torturing humanity with alien abductions. They also eat humans, but not the meat, just the hormones and juices. One of the SSP guys, Randy Kramer, speaks about the SSP destroying their bases here on Earth, but didn't go into too many details. They are the Greys, seen on Area 51, or El Dulce. They helped with technology and with psionic sciences. and actually guard our planet from even worse aliens. Yes, Pleiadians and other aliens that are members of the Galactic Federation of Light, not the only treaty organization in our area, but the most powerful one, and they keep us protected and help us quietly through secrecy. In the 1990s, the secret space program, the real space program, NASA is the fake space program, was under total Illuminati control. But they lost control of it after their power slipped in a coup d'etat with the military. Even after losing control over all of the SSP, the Illuminati of Earth still mines and controls the ICC bringing in trillions of dollars in profits per year. It is expensive to run such an organization, but they can fund it. A little while ago, I think this happened around 2008, the Illuminati noticed that there was only one large ship in orbit around Earth, known as the Red Star. They thought they would send a message to back off by shooting it down. For a show of force, the Illuminati brought in every ship they had in one huge armada. Maybe they thought the ship would surrender to them or they could capture it. They did not know whose ship it was or what its capabilities were. Sun Tzu, the art of war, says don't attack an unknown enemy but they were confident that it could not withstand an entire armada gathered against one lone spacecraft carrier. Earthlings are protected on Earth, but those Earthlings were not on Earth, so when they fired on the lone spacecraft carrier, it was free to return fire. This single lone Anunnaki spacecraft unaided by any outside force shot down the entire Illuminati armada. The main result of the battle is that the Illuminati lost its mining operations having to rebuild and has been sliding into defeat
and down the totem pole. It is logical, but I was not making up a logical argument. I was stating a fact, which is now history. And that is the downfall of the ICC in terms of their former power from the 80s and 90s. The ancient texts say we have space alien DNA. The guys in the secret space program say we have space alien DNA. Space aliens came to Earth to harvest our DNA because we have a really special space alien DNA and they want some of it for themselves. Some space alien females take the direct approach to get it. With hybridization programs and breeding programs recorded over dozens of extraterrestrials and their activities on Earth. I think there's supposed to be some kind of civil war in the SSP up over our heads. Human radicalists fighting with the serpent's cabal and the local Draco for control over New Schwabenland and the Nachtwaffen installations on the moon and Mars. In the original John Teeter timeline, the war happened 2016 through to the 2030s and nearly ended our civilization. It seems like in this stream, it could hopefully be a relatively clean coup d'etat. SSP joint U.S.-Soviet projects post-World War II using Nazi scientists to replicate and synthesize captured Foo Fighter technology with available industrial capacities, Vrilcraft, Diglock, and the Hunnebo, only cracked with nuclear technologies. This explains the unknown admiralty problem, where officers who don't exist are referenced in documents. These early spacecraft allowed human expansion to the moon and through the inner systems. It's why the elites are so unconcerned with the impending collapse of Earth-based civilization. Ever read Isaac Asimov? Earth becomes a nuclear waste bin, what the species has already fled to the stars. But if there are reptilians and other species, they are nothing more than Earth-based life who evolved and escaped with our own spacecraft, or with their own spacecraft, thousands of millions of years ago. Humans have escaped to space at at least thrice. The Vermanas of Hinduism and Sumerian myths are the memory of those left behind at the end of the Ice Ages. The funny part is that China, despite being the bogeyman, is the only superpower that didn't contribute to this, and that's why they are global enemy number one. 
This is also why Russia holds so much weight and political power. There is a UNSC just like HALO. But the United Nations are the European and American powers with Russia. This is a schizo post, but I refuse to believe we aren't in space currently in a one world government, especially considering the United States and Soviet rhetoric concerning space expansion in the 20th century near the end of the Cold War. Something changed and the colonization of planets were abandoned probably because there were already colonies and the discovery of different intelligent species and human beings from breakaway civilizations all over the solar system already. When I read about this theory a few months ago, non-terrestrial officers, it was related to a second hidden military-based government being created during the 1950s as a way to provide for continuance of government, maybe to defend against extraterrestrial invasive threats, and JFK was trying to put a stop to it. And that's supposedly why he got whacked. The secret government then went on later to create these floating spaceships via an extra hidden arm of the military. And the tech they have is far superior to the tech NASA pretends to have. And NASA is just there to present a false version of our technological progress along with its fake missions capabilities, fake setbacks, fake budgets, etc. While the secret government is doing God knows what with real tech and real funding, the universe is absolutely teeming with sentient hominid life as well as interdimensional and density variational beings. We have more than a secret space program. Check out Admiral Byrd or Gary McKinnon speak on Solar Warden, which was then verified by William Tompkins, who worked at a private military industrial complex and spearheaded Solar Warden as far as primary ideas and vessel design are concerned. To think we are the only sentient life on the cosmos is akin to throwing a rock in the ocean and saying it won't hit a fish. The Fermi Paradox and the fact that we are at 3.5 trillion stars and counting says it all. All the naval space fleet carriers have nukes on board. Also standing wave energy weapons, lasers for offense and defense railguns, fully automatic C-Rams, etc., etc. Not because we are currently at war with any races, but that there are so many undiscovered and intelligent races that war is always a possibility.
Humans are not out conquering galaxies or conquering other planets within our galaxy. All actions are monitored and have consequences from various superpowers high ranking in the Kardashev scale. Human beings currently explore only our local planets and solar system. Non-violent and non-destructive methods of defense are always first used. Neutrino interference weapons. Basically, we send two powerful neutrino beams towards the target from two separate sources, i.e. two separate ships. One source is on one end of the spacecraft, the other is on another spacecraft. The weapon's range is proportional to the separation between the neutrino sources. Large cigar-shaped Solar Warden spacecraft can fire these two neutrino beams from either end. So we send the neutrino beams from each end of the spaceship and they cross inside the target. As long as the neutrino beams travel separately, they don't interact with matter. That's why we don't need external turrets or anything like that. The neutrinos travel freely through the ship's hull. However, when the two beams cross inside the target, their spin interference synthesizes neutrons. So basically, we teleport a huge lump of neutrons inside the target, which combines with its atoms and turns them into a high-mass isotope with short decay time. The nuclear decay then basically disintegrates the target from the inside. One time, a smaller craft crashed and Spec Ops had to take a special case out to go and retrieve it from a field. They were told not to touch it on account of how extremely cold it was. When they found it, it was floating a few feet off the ground with damaged wires sticking out of the top that would periodically short out and cause the object to drop to the ground for a moment. This was a story told by some old military dudes to me on some Disclosure YouTube channel. In his own words though, we communicated on a private channel. Yeah, that was the TR-3B's propulsion system, which used super superconductors at very low temperatures to generate a magneto-gravitational field. We still use that for smaller crafts, but it's impractical for longer distance, i.e. interplanetary or further travel, because it can't propel you faster than two-thirds of a speed of light. The bigger ships use so-called operator drives. They basically do a coordinate transformation on the region of space-time around the ship 
so it's swapped with the destination region. This tech goes all the way back to the Philadelphia experiment, by the way. It took 50 years for them to figure out how to do space-time transformations without time-like components, though. That's why it caused the disastrous results in the first Philadelphia experiment. Nobody actually talked about men being displaced in time. Not often, i.e. the Dark Fleet has figured out and mastered this technology. The lowest level of the secret space program is the Illuminati. Vril Society made an alliance with the Reptilians and their AI overlord to acquire technology in exchange for a harvest of human souls. No one talks about the projects Eichmann to probe how powerful a human can be. Not even Project Denstgrad to create an army of psychics. How such projects subjects were able to be more powerful than reptilians is the basis for Notwaffen, thus changing the game. Notwaffen doesn't bow anymore to Orion Draco, nor Insectilian. It also prohibits artificial intelligence to promote psychic abilities. The upper echelon of the CIA, the NSA, the NRO, and private military industrial groups have been running the USA since the end of World War II. Democracy is a facade. They have technologies which would utterly destroy our dependence on fossil fuels as well as Western medicine. The biggest, most successful companies in the USA are all dependent on state tax breaks and subsidies. I especially think this is true of Tesla and SpaceX. I, I believe it's clear as day the CIA front company to quietly corner and control the market for cleaner, cheaper, renewable energies. Why would a company which is failing in 2013 give freely available all their intellectual property and patents. Any other CEO on the planet would be sacked for this. Yet Elon Musk gets richer. I don't want to jump off the deep end too much. I prefer to have some documents to base my speculation on. But I think Solar Warden could still be very real. Despite people calling it a desktop exercise or a war game, in space, if you get roped into a war with indigenous extraterrestrials from another planet, dimension, or timeline, even if they are reptilian, please don't kill them or participate. I was killed by a human aggressor while astral projecting into a reptilian body. The only command I had been given was to fight for our queen. The only feeling I had was fear don't fight unjust wars of imperial aggression against alien races if you can. That is my message to future Solar Warden and SSP. ESP, Project Stargate, men who stare at goats, 
multi-dimensional warriors, solar warden, covert psyops, mind white clone super soldiers, sleeper agents, black dawn recruits, etc., etc. I wish instead to get it out and communicate like group therapy to provide each other links for watching and material for reading let's rebel together and make literature and art from our survival lesser known and more obscure existing super soldier programs or factions that control the creation of super soldiers are the Hakuo Koshi Yakuza families of Japan, the Lech Schwaz Rom Reich of Europe, the Sonora Liberators of the United States of America, Massive Dynamic of the United Kingdom the Jesuits of the Catholic Church the Scythians the black nobility and monarch Thank you very much for listening to my reading of nearly 10 years of SSP writing. Originally posted in pieces with the first posted in 2013. And the last posted 2022. I know that was hard to follow at times. Thank you for your guts. You got a lot of them out there in Dreamland. Greatest audience. Stick it around to the very end. You know who you are. Thank you very much. You guys are incredible. Iron sharpens iron. A friend sharpens a friend. Namaste and shalom. Peace out.